Hello, hello there. My name is Maury with my co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys and this is The Real Show with two E's. There's a shark in the water, baby. This is the start of our Spooktober, October Sis Spooky Month here at The Real Show, where we'll be covering everything from horror films, uh, wrestling pay-per-views, and all that kind of new spooky stuff for October is Spook Month, Spooky Month here at The Real Show. But as always, I'm coming with my co-host, Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's good to see you, Corey. Are you feeling spooky this month, this spooktober? I, I'm feeling shook. You're feeling shooketh? Yeah. Shall we begin our shooketh month with possibly the spookiest film ever devised? Is there a film spookier than this film, Corey? I can't think of one. Now, when we were discussing... Yeah. Ah, Spooktober Month. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you're playing a drinking game and you're going to take a shot every time I say the word spook or spooky, you'll be dead by by the end of the 45 minutes. Yeah. Right? But while we were considering films to start off uh, Spooktober with, I thought, Corey, why don't we take on the spookiest film ever put to mankind? Yeah. Also the film with one of the lowest IMDb ratings ever in history. Yeah. Now, those that don't know IMDb, the internet uh, movie database, yep. is the vastness of everything you could ever possibly watch. It's got everything from music videos, video games, everything in the world, IMDb. It's a great catalogue of, of actors and directors and whatnot. And this all has a rating system, one to five stars yep. for ratings. And this is one of the lowest. This is... Shark Exorcist, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, from 2015, Correct. with an IMDb rating of Corey. 1.3 out of 10. That is low, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. That is what we call a rotter. Yeah. It's a bit of a rotten one. And we've we've watched this. Thankfully, we didn't have to pay any money for it. No. Because they were charging, what, about 11 quid on Amazon to watch this uh, film? Potentially. I didn't even look. They were charging money for it, which is, which is sacrilege. Yeah. They were charging money for this film, even if we can call it a film. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a film. So why don't we start talking about <laughs> it? We've both seen it separately. Yep. Why don't we give the audience a taste, a bite, if you will. A nice of chomp. Chomp of shark exes. Or maybe we'll just spill like a ketchup packet on their leg. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. Maybe. The story of Shark Exorcist, if there's a story, if you can count there being a story. There's, story with inverted air yes, quotes I'm doing. things that happen which aren't... Yeah, events happen yeah. in a sequence. Yeah. They may not be connected to each other. Yeah. Things don't come back at all. No. Things just go away. Yeah. There's excuses for things that are made up and yeah. random stuff occurs. Pretty much. It's Shark Exorcist. Yeah. It's a shark. It's, it's And an exorcist. <laughs> yeah. And there's a shark exorcist. And then the exorcist, spoilers, gets bitten by a woman. Doesn't exorcise the shark. There is actually no shark exorcism happening in the film. No, but do you know what I think it's meant to be? What? Because the, the exorcist gets bitten, and like I'm assuming he even gets turned into like a shark minion, like the woman was. Right. So he is a shark exorcist. Oh, but he's not a shark exorcist, and he does not exorcise sharks. No. He is just a exorcist. There is no exercising of sharks happening, as in no. the exorcism of demons from the body. Yes. A demon is not extracted from the shark. There's no, because um, the poster for this is the exorcist and a massive shark right, right, like okay. this. The poster, the poster for this film is amazing. Yep. Yes. If you could look up anything at the end of this review, look up the poster for Shark Exorcist. Yep. It's absolutely fantastic. There's a man, there's a, there's a, there's a priest yep. holding a cross up, and there's a huge lava shark. Yeah. That flies out the at the pool of blood and lava. Yes. The shark, the huge head of the shark, and everything. Oh my god! This is going to be the best film I've ever seen. 
this is going to be like a combination of Jaws yeah. and The Exorcist. Yeah. There's going to be a huge shark emerging in blood and lava. And, and you're like, whoa, your mind is blown. My mind was blown seeing that poster. The film itself, uh, crap. Yeah, yeah, not good. Jo- not uh, it good. Was, <laughs> it was in- almost incredible. I'm, the level yeah. of ineptitude. and the- No, okay, okay. I'm going to be fair. Okay. The criticism is yep. very hard to give. Yes. Because often I've seen Ratatouille. And at the end okay. of Ratatouille, yeah. Anton Ego, Correct. the critic, yeah. gives a great monologue about the meaning of criticism mm-hmm. and how it's often that the average piece of junk has more meaning than criticism designating it so. I believe yes. it's the line. However, this... <laughs> I'm really sorry, Donald Farmer, the director and writer of this film. Yeah. We're not going to be kind to your film. Yeah. However, there's many theories dictating that this film is not meant to be kind to, for people to be kind to. This is a film purely made for people to slate because it's bad. They do exist. And it is bad. Their movies it is bad. exist. And they exist for a reason. Because this, people will watch mm, them. This is why it's bad. Okay. It starts off with... A woman, yep. a nun, yep. walking through a graveyard mm-hmm. in the middle of the day yep. at about 2pm. Not exactly the time where you'd want to be in a graveyard. It's not even the spooky time like <laughs> at night or whatever. It's just middle of the day. But the natural lighting is very they, abrasive. They didn't want to film at night, obviously. Obviously not. Didn't have it in the budget. She stabs a woman who yeah. is coated in food color, red food colouring, splashed all over her yes. face and Because she's body. like, I know what you did. I know what you did. I'm shaking yeah. my shoulder. She just goes, knife, bang, see what, ya. What she did. We Nothing don't personal, kid. We don't know what she did. We have an idea, potentially. Well, the radio says that she's like kidnapped loads of people. Is that yeah. it? Yeah. Or she's maybe responsible for the shark. The nun just leaves the murder weapon on the ground. No adventure. That's going to pick up the knife. Yeah. I thought, oh, I wonder if someone's going to find that later in the yeah, that's what no, I thought. Nobody finds it. Yeah. She throws the body of the woman well, into the water. She awkwardly drags the body. Yeah. Which one fair point. I've made a short film where I had to drag someone. It's a little bit harder than it looks to just mm. like smoothly drag them away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, yeah. the actress in the water coughs in the water, if you didn't listen <laughs> to that. Yeah, at about, t- about two minutes, 42 seconds in the film. Nice. The actress that is being held under the water coughs. As you can hear, so she's not dead. No. She's alive. Yeah. She's acting. <laughs> then... The the nun goes, Lord Satan, yeah. show yourself and reveal me this, your spectre of omnipotence or yeah. whatever she says. And Satan is representing this film or whatever the Satan's construct is as a shark, lo and behold. A red, yellow-eyed shark yes. that moves around in deep water or whatever. The colour of the water is different to the colour of the water that's yes. shown on, this, on in the film. The shark is must be... I had a theory that this shark is probably very small <laughs> and that size isn't actually relative to how big the shark is. Because we never see the shark attack anybody. Never we don't. never see the shark take off anyone's leg. We never see anyone's leg fly near the shark. We never see the shark eat anybody actually physically. We just see the the shark swimming absently and then someone flashing in the water and going, ah! And yeah. then being dragged on, then, then falling backwards into the water. Yeah. And then blood will come up. Yes, and that's it. And that no that's shark it. makes any contact with any person. Not I'm saying get a real shark and have it eat people. I'm just saying make it look convincing. Which yeah. they do not. No. But, um, I mean, yeah, and that's, that's, that's the crux of it. And then you get um, a couple of people go, go to the lake. Yeah, a few people go in the water. arrive in the lake. It's three... By the way, the credits, I took note of um, the guy on makeup. His name's Rick Gonzalez. 
Yeah. Shout out to you, Rick Gonzalez. You... Did you did you get did you take note of a guy who did the music? No, who's that? So at the end, spoilers. There's a, there's a post credit. There's two post credits. Yes. After the second one, with the nun, I believe. You got no, the... no, it was with Nancy Chase, the, uh, the oh, investigator. Yeah. Yes. Um, for that, like for like five seconds, it cuts off, and there's like one more credit. And it go, it cuts off, oh suspense, and it and it cuts back off, fades back into black. Goes additional music, Chan Walrus. Chan Walrus. Yeah. And it goes, and and then it goes again. It's like that's the one credit after the. Oh, thanks, Chan Walrus. Shout out to you. (laughs) Um, I noticed there was a lot of people on the crew for this film. Yes. If you can look up the budget for me, Corey. The budget. Yeah, have a look at the budget. Let me know what that is. I made a joke in my notes that perhaps Donald should have farmed for a better movie. Because he's not got a good film here. It cuts to one year later. And the dial... Just to mention the dialogue in the film, you know me, I'm an avid that scriptwriter. can't be right. Yeah, exactly. We'll go to that later. You know that I'm an avid scriptwriter. Yeah. You know that I'm an avid scriptwriter. <laughs> and let me finish my point. Okay. You know I'm an avid scriptwriter. I like to write screenplays. Yep. You've read my dialogue before. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you say it's probably superior to the dialogue in Shark Exorcist? This was the point I was going to make. Not directly your writing, but in general... For anyone who isn't aware, we're former students um, yes, of yes. film. I have seen and been a I've part of better, better student films. <laughs> the better student films that look better, yeah. that sound better. You could hear the cars in the background during yeah. the first scene. You could see the cars in the background in the first scene. Yeah. Now, bearing in mind, this is a feature length. This is a feature It length should not film. be a feature length. This could easily be like a half an hour. This is too long. Yeah, it is. It's an hour long, but it trolls by. Um, by, like the 40, by the 45 minute mark, I stop making notes. Yeah. Because there is nothing else I can say on this yeah. that will dictate it any form of relevance. A lot of fat that could be cut. Also, too much fat. To, uh, to bring in a former teacher of ours, mm. um, to bring in a bit of Mikey Murray currently. Oh, yes. What's the theme of this? <laughs> what's the point? I've got no idea. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking the whole way I, through. Like, I thought, what is the theme? I was like, the Why? De- that sharks should be in demons? That demons yeah. should be in sharks? Is it a weird metaphor? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> what is the theme? I've got, I've got, I've got no clue. No clue. But yeah, I, there is definitely better student films that we have seen yeah, firsthand. We've seen, than yes. This. You know, one of the greatest screenwriting tropes I hate, I hate, is Corey, you're my best friend. Yeah. We're really good friends, aren't we, Corey? Yes. You're my best friend, exactly. Corey. Yep. That happens like five times. All the time. All the three girls are constantly talking. I took notes of stupid lines. Here's my first stupid line. Okay. They're driving in the car. She's got a... One of the girls have a, has yep. her feet out the window. Out the window. Like it's a Tarantino foot fetish film. Yep. And there's a lot of that kind of imagery in this. There is. She says, I like... She, the girl in the back seat says, I like it hot. And yeah. the girl in the front says, well, you're weird. Well, you're weird. Yeah. That's, that's like Hitchcock level dialogue there, obviously. This is, yeah, this, yeah, it's... Next, uh, they drive to a lake. They drive to Paris Landing, a lake. Yeah, because sharks obviously live in a lake. Come from a lake, yeah. Sharks, they they explain it away later in the film saying, oh, it's a demon shark. They yeah. can do whatever they like. What, can they? Maybe they can. <laughs> I, I, I mentioned about the feet sticking out the window. Yeah. Uh, there's a great delivery on these lines. This. Oh yes. Oh yeah, there's this. They like, they're, they're sunbathing in, in when it's an overcast day. They're sunbathing on an overcast day. Yep. They lie the towels out. They're in their swimwear. They lie down. One of the girls says they're talking about this girl called this guy called Robbie, who's the boyfriend of one of the other girls. There's three girls. Yes. Well, the boyfriend of the girls. The one girl goes off into the water. Yep. And two are lying down. Yep. 
one says, oh, I'm just not a great listener. And then the other girl says, well, close your eyes. And I go, where's this going? Yeah. And she closes her eyes. And then the girl says, what color is my swimsuit? And I'm yeah. like, that's not listening. Yeah, that's looking. That's looking. Yeah. That's looking. That's yeah. not listening. That's not listening. She says she's not a good listener. So the other girl makes a look at her swimsuit. That's not, that's not yeah. listening. That's looking. Yeah. I then say, and this is my favorite note ever. I say, the music is a bit much. Because as soon as that girl goes in the water, it's it's yeah, like oh, I wonder what's going to happen here. So yeah, I mean, character-wise, this film is dreadful. Yes, every single one of them is dreadful. There's no consistency of character. Um, They're all floppy caricatures. Yeah, but. We mentioned that none appears at the start. She appears one more time. Yeah, in at the end. To again stab to, someone. Yeah, to stab someone and then die. Yeah, and then, yeah, and that's it. And that's gone. She's supposed to be the final boss of the film or whatever. And she just yeah. dispatched really easily. Um, you have that halfway through-ish. You have the priest who is like his brother. His, his brother has died. The creepy man in the car is his brother. Yeah. His brother gets killed by the devil shark. So he gets a letter sent to him. Letter sent to him. Yeah, and it's ripped by. I don't know who wrote this letter. Emperor Palpatine or yeah. something. He's going. I am very sorry for the death of yeah. your brother. Yeah. He is a, he was a good man. He died in the lake. <laughs> yeah. And uh, order 66. Yeah. Then the priest is like, "Oh no, my brother." And he goes out he goes out on his phone outside the church and looks at pictures of <laughs> devils. Yeah. And his phone's got those weird air bubbles on it. It's yeah, and apparently the priest has got ADR as well. You can't, yeah. he's, he's been dubbed. I was going to that's awful. Because his, his dubbing doesn't match to his lips. It's like a Western film. Yeah. Um, and apparently a year ago, another person was attacked by a shark. And maybe it's the same one. Oh, wow. Because he's like, oh, how's your friend? Is she okay? She's been acting weirdly. Yeah. Ali, her name is. Yes. Um, and she has been acting weirdly, has Ali. She loves water. She can't get stops talking she about likes water. Taking, yeah, taking baths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she, at one point, is at a fun fair. Stalking her partner and her the friend, fair, yeah, yeah, and uh, just kind of hangs around and has weird teeth. Yes, yeah, she has shark teeth because she looks at a picture of women, yeah, of women with shark teeth or female vampires. Yeah, and she grows shark teeth. I just put the word ketchup in all caps as my notes here because <laughs> Ali gets attacked by the devil shark. Yeah, and she's lying on the on the. It's not even a beach. It's not even like a beach. No, it's not. It's like a concrete kind of luge kind of steps yeah. upwards and she's lying on them and her le- there's no ch- there's no big gore mark on her leg there's just a bit of splash of blood and she's like oh oh, I've, oh the shark's got me yeah and the other girl's like help 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 <laughs> help like seriously you see that's the other thing and i guess it comes back to a dialogue in this film there's so much stuff there's a point where um they go to the, right now they go to the hospital yeah and did you notice anything about the hospital footage Angrily, I can't remember anything. It's not a real set. That's a real hospital they were in. Okay. He just shot it on his camcorder. Mm. He just went in there with his camcorder and just shot a real hospital. Like, with real doctors and nurses in it. There are some points in this film where I was sat there and I've gone, they seem to be in a rush. Have they, like, not got any, like, um, permission slips and are just filming that and leaving straight away? Yeah, this feels like, yeah, it feels like that. (laughs) Like guerrilla filmmaking. Because there was another part where the creepy guy and Ali are in the water and you can hear, like, something going on in the background, like children are playing or whatever. I just thought they were filming the scene of that woman having the fit on the rock 
like I literally like a few meters away from them yeah. when they were in the, filming in the water because it sounded like the same audio because Nancy Chase turns up yes because she hears about these shark attacks and she's yep. with ghost whackers and ghost whackers is like a paranormal investigation show yeah here's my problem with ghost whackers ghost whackers I've got two problems with ghost whackers ghost whackers first problem when ghost whackers appear ghost whackers we get a thing saying ghost whackers ghost whackers right first off we're, we're not watching it on a TV. Why does the logo appear? Why does this, yeah. Second off, she's looking at us when the guy with the camera yeah, is behind they break her. break the 180 degree <laughs> rule. She's like, she's like, oh, yes, I feel like there's a spirit over here. It's like, you, you're not, you're looking at the road, there's a cameraman behind you, he's they there. They show the cameraman's view as well. They yeah. show the cameraman holding the camera going, good job. Yeah. And then she just turns, turns around. around. Hello. To talk to the audience who's behind There's her. There's a spirit here. When she should be talking to the camera that's in front yeah. of her. Now, she, she if creates, this mm-hmm. if this was clever, I would put it down to we are a presence and she can feel us yeah. and that's why she's but it's not. It's not. It's just bad. This could have been done well. <laughs> just bad. This could have been done well. But also I'm gonna shout out to a YouTuber. I hate everything yep. on YouTube. He's reviewed this film about he five has. years ago when the buzz came out about yeah. it. Because it came out in twenty fifteen, mind you. Yeah, no, seven years ago. He's got great commentary on this film, both yep. in watching it and in his review. Yeah. And he mentions that this film could have been done really well if it was a satirical, if mm-hmm. it accepted its status as a satirical B-movie, tried to be a kind of Sharknado, but with devils. It could be written actually kind of interestingly. Yes. And it could be a to be really funny. But no, it doesn't lean to humour and, and being a comedy and being funny, uh, like absurdist comedy. Yeah. It leans to... We're going to take this really seriously. and Well, there's films like, more like Scary Movie, which, yeah. know, which know they're bad. And that's the whole point. Yeah. Like, they're not being sick. This does kind of feel like it's a guy who's actually trying to make, like, a horror film. And it's not go To the point where you can look him up, and I believe. I can't remember if it's his IMDb profile or not. But it, or it might be his Twitter. It's like, one of the most original cult horror film yeah. directors. Donald Farmer directed this film. It's credited on IMDb as being one of the most unique yeah. cult horror film yeah. directors. That's like great. Unique is also probably a word for a bad. I'd call, you know, Werner Herzog unique. It's, but I would not. It's like one of those things where like, you go, oh, you, you, you like Shark Exorcist? No, it's like, oh, you, you don't get it. You're not unique. Like you don't, you don't get, get it. it. You're not in with the click, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. Unique is like Suspiria, but yeah. 1970s Suspiria, not Shark Exorcist. <laughs> Come on, man. Stupid line number two. Okay, go for it. comes out of hospital. She's met by a friend who just comes out of the casino or whatever, yeah. playing a little watery game. Oh, yeah. Uh, they sit on a bench. Wait, no, they're in a park. They're in a park, and the ADR is really obvious because yeah. they're too far away for the shot to, for the shot to run. <laughs> they sit down on, on the, in this park. And Ali says, and I quote, that's the thing about almost dying. It is a real buzzkill. Yeah. Which, again. And then she hitchhikes in the road where there is no cars. No. Desert road. She's still got a thumb out. Who's she, who's she yeah. trying to hitchhike? Invisible man. Yeah. In his she, invisible car. Because at, because at that point, I thought, okay, maybe we're going to expand on the fact that maybe she has like a mental illness. And she <laughs> was happy that she might die. And she's like, oh, but. That's I, how you explain it. Well, I, th- I thought maybe maybe we're gonna, they're going to go down that path, and it's right. like okay, you know, maybe I don't want to survive. Maybe, I, and then it's like, oh, you know, you need to get help. But no, it's just, she's just weird because she's been bitten by a shark and she's slowly getting turned. And they do, and they someone else, like two other women, die in the in the yes. in the lake. Is that the like the college like sorority or whatever? Like you to join, they, to like, join our gang. Do you remember the bit that they cut to a heron? 
Is that a safe? I think it's the same one. I'm assuming that's the same one. Where it's like, you need to be in the water for five minutes. Yeah. Um, so Nancy Chase comes back, but then someone someone else turns up. I've taken her name down as well. Brianna Bennett okay. from Ghost Fakers. Yes. That is apparently probably the rival picture. That is the only, the only she laugh. She comes out of nowhere. The only, like, right, okay. like, little laugh. Like a little... Not even actually, yeah, a little in yeah. exhale laugh. Just that, that film got me. Because she comes out and I can't, we can't repeat what she said. Okay. Um, but she comes out. She comes out with all guns blazing. Yeah, immediately. She's on the uh, warpath. Immediately, <laughs> yeah. she's on the attack. She goes for the jugular immediately. It's the only part that got a little bit of an amusement. It's like out of me. I almost thought it was staged. Yes, yeah, so like... she interrupts the Hello, I'm Brianna Bennett from Ghost Fakers, yeah. and I'm going to tell you exactly how this shark is a hoax. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Where did you come from? <laughs> Immediately, it's like she was at her mark. Yeah. At her mark, like, stand here, actress playing Brianna Bennett, stand from Ghost Fakers, stand here at your mark, and I'll give you the signal, and you walk onto the stage. They, they cut the, she stands stock still for a second, and then walks. Goes, yeah. And then it's immediately bang. She just crashes the show. Yeah. <laughs> she just crashes the show. She just walks straight up to her. Because that's yeah. what I do when I have a problem with someone. <laughs> I just approach them right in the middle of the street, middle of whatever they're doing. I don't care. And just go straight at them. But yeah, I mean, that is, it's just, then just... I put in my notes. I feel like this has become a weird fever dream. Yeah, because th- this is the bit uh, where three women who I've ne- who never appear later in the film are standing together in a circle, holding hands. One of them has a. This is like a series of women having seizures. Yep. This is the this is the film of young actresses yep. being covered in fake blood, having seizures, writhing around on the ground, um, making weird noises and doing the because because. Oh, what's her name? Nancy Face or whatever she's called. Yeah. Puts this voice and goes, I, I am possessed by the devil. I will yeah. drink your blood and eat your bone. Whatever she says. And then I, and then later in the film, they modify another girl's voice. They, so what, she could do the devil voice and Nancy yeah. Face could? She could do the devil voice. They just they just make her voice lower. This film is full of just kind of very various mistakes. One of them, which I picked up on straight away, uh-huh. and I had to go because I thought I thought they couldn't have got this wrong. Maybe they have right right near the end when um, they've got the possessed woman like tied up. Tied up, yeah, they've got her up. Um, and he's trying to like exercise. exercise yes, her. Cross. he says. The power of Christ, Christ commands you, which is incorrect. Yes, it's not that. It's I not. knew that immediately as well. It's the power of Christ compels you. Yes, and I'm like, they couldn't have got that wrong. <laughs> they couldn't have got that wrong. That's like, too obvious. To get. I feel like on that line, I was like, are <laughs> yeah. they are they like trying to punk people intentionally? Yeah, I was like, come on, man. Stupid line number three. Uh, <laughs> Ali is met by a, a woman who is trying to portray a young girl. Is, is a woman shark? with the shark yeah. teeth. Plastic toys. Yeah, she, she exists. She exists. That's a character that it's was a needed. It's a woman that's playing a young girl. I imagine they <laughs> yeah. could have just got an actual young girl. For God's sake, keep any young girls away from this. Yeah, thing. the people have got ideas. It's stupid. Line number three is: I like to get wet because the young girl goes, "Oh, you like shark? You like sharks too?" And Ali goes, "Yeah, I like going near the water. I like to get wet." Then they go to a pool. And stupid line number four, where the young girl is... Oh, wait, no, Ali gets into the pool, and the young girl holding the plastic shark toy goes, You're freaky. You're freaky. Then I put in my notes, and I quote, This is even worse, full stop. Because I feel like the quality, when you... I say the quality, there is no quality. This is Shark Exorcist. But the quality drops when you get past half an hour, and I feel like they just bash the rest of it out with no real cares if Mm -hmm. they had any care from the first half an hour. Yeah. There's three minutes of a man running. 
There is. Just randomly. Yeah. And there's three. If you, if you actually watch the bit where he runs, he runs past these three teenagers who are standing on this dock. Yeah. Oh, I feel like we were part of the film, obviously. Yeah. And they watch him like, what the hell is he doing? And I well, this is the point. There's there's a part where um, I think it's the woman who's possessed. I could be wrong. It's like it's it's when Allie. it's when a creepy man comes yes. and she's like messaging someone, and it's like thirty seconds of just her tapping her phone, right, and nothing happens. And I'm like, because I literally I was on YouTube. I skip forward, still typing. Skip forward, still mm. typing. Skip forward, still typing. I'm like, this, come on. <laughs> and when the shark finally does attack, when these girls and when these three sorority sisters are going near attack. By the way, their sorority is called. Uh, I I noted this down here. Oh, good. I'm glad. Just to make sure you've got, make sure, make sure you you knew what the sorority was called for these three girls. Mm-hmm. It's called Gamma Zeta Beta. Oh wow! You gotta be. They say, "Come on, Holly and Hannah, or whatever her name are. You gotta stand in the water, but only up to your ankles. So if a shark yeah. doesn't, act, uh, this is where my theory came from. The shark is actually really small. That's how it attacks people in this low water, <laughs> low tide all the time, right? Yeah. Because the water never gets higher than no, their never gets higher than their waistline. Yeah. So how is the shark going to attack? Is it a really small shark? Yeah. That was my theory. It's actually kind of like a little small shark. Also, I hope that this, and I know I, I'm aware this isn't fully how American sororities work. So I apologize to any Americans who are listening. But I you realize America is our biggest audience. Is it? According to uh, our podcast platforms. So oh. not not YouTube, but our podcast platforms. Okay. America's our biggest audience. Well, shout out to you, America. We we're big American fans here. Yes. But yeah, that's. I mean, again, some people are just brought in to just be killed off. Straight right. Off. What's your point about sororities? I was just gonna say that, that obviously it's just it's just run over. You gotta stand in the over, water. That, yeah, exactly. And for five seconds, <laughs> and if the shark attacks you, yeah. I don't know why I'm putting it's on one, again. It's one of those like uh, cliche high school films where like there's always a sorority. It's always got some yeah, weird the like shark jumps out of the water to attack the girl who's on the deck instead. Right. Yeah. I initially thought that they'd bit, she'd bitten like an ankle or something, yeah. and they were screaming, but no, they attacked, they attacked the person at the top. By the way, it's the same footage of the shark every time. Yes. Sometimes they reverse it. Yeah. Sometimes they, you know, slow it down or yeah. speed it up. But it is the same footage of the shark yep. moving through the water Crunch. every single time. Yeah. Every single shot you see of the shark is the same shark. The same shark, the same shot of the shark, just reversed or slowed down. Or it's lazy, 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 lazy. It, I probably guarantee it'll be either one bought a like shark animation pack and then just reused it recolored it or paid someone and then just only we were just wait a minute that's where the budget went to yeah the budget clearly went to the uh, effects oh wait a minute and they were scammed this is really expensive let's just get like two frames yeah and that's it or they made it themselves took ages and they thought that'd be fine we'll just use that what's funny is probably the best actor in this entire film might be the shark because he's not got a lot of screen time. <laughs> no. He, you know, does his does his job. Actually, no, he doesn't do his job. He doesn't even attack anybody. He just flies up to him, puts his teeth out, and that's it. Uh, I'm on IMDb currently. I'm, yes. on, I'm on a goof section. Right. Um, the film was shot and set in Tennessee. Geographically, the state is landlocked. <laughs> uh, as any bodies of water in the state are nowhere near the ocean, as there should be no shark attacking these characters. Right. So there shouldn't even be water there. No, there's no water. <laughs> Well, I imagine the the Satan shark may have been spawned in the lake, perhaps. Yes. I know uh, I'm trying to justify a shark exorcist. I'm not trying to justify a shark exorcist. Yes. Someone here mentioned the fact that the water is too low. Right, yeah. Never so it goes shouldn't up. be there. No, it's just not a very big shark. It's obviously a very small shark. I even say the water only goes up to their ankles in this scene, so... Yep. Then we've got stu- stupid line number, number five. Would you like that? Go for it. The priest... All right, by the way, who is the main character in this film? 
Is it Ali? Is it a a brunette girlfriend? Is it the priest? Going by the poster, you think it's a priest. But it's not the priest. It's not the priest. It's not in the film at all. No, he just just gets converted. Stupid line number five. Yeah. The the brunette girl lets... I don't know what her character's name is. She lets the priest into the house. Mm. And she says, you're not a stalker or something, are you? You just let him into your house. Yeah. Whether he's a stalker or not, he's got into the home. Yeah. Who cares if he's a who cares if he's a stalker now? He's called himself a priest. He goes to see Ali. Yeah. But we know she's gone. She's gone. She's gone to the the fair. Yes. And this is what I believe Red Letter Media calls shooting the carnival, because I believe that this fair was not in the script. No. I believe that a fair arrived in town in Tennessee or whatever. They're like, oh, we'll shoot there. You go walk around these oh, you walk around these attractions, and I'll film you on my camera. Yep. That's it's, what it's turned into. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's a thing here. Let's shoot near the thing. Let's We've just, all yeah. done it, yeah. Oh, there's a thing here. Will you write this in? Yeah, let's just do it. Run and gun. Run and gun, exactly. This is like... The... Because the whole fair was essentially pointless, only to show that her other friend was, in fact, getting oh, yeah. with her ex. Oh, and by the way, her ex her ex completely tells someone they're in a film. Yeah. Because they're, when they're walking by the... the the people who are working at the fair, yeah. there's a guy in a pink shirt who obviously works there who's trying to, like, entice the lad into a game. And the lad, like, literally, you can't... Because it's all muted out. The dialogue isn't... isn't yeah. This is... Mu- music covers this. Yes. He, he gestures over and he gestures forwards, like, look, we've got a camera here. We're shooting here. I can't go over. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I was like, they've kept that in. Yeah. They've kept that in. But literally, the whole point of this scene is, one... Hey, uh, possessed girl's ex, uh, ex is with her friend. Yeah, that and Ali's got shark at. teeth. And, yeah, and she has then shark they, teeth now. They do this, the power of Christ commands you. They string her up, yep. and she's like, oh, the shark is coming. The shark comes from a portal from the sky. Yeah. And does it attack one of them, or someone gets sick? There's a lot of fluid in this she, film. Uh, well, this is a fluid. For, can we talk about just the fluid for a minute? Yeah. People are sick on people. There's. I'm sorry if you're eating your dinner. I do apologise. Uh, hey, if, if you're it's having fine. lunch, uh, I apologise. By the way, and also this film came out in 2015. I don't want to spoil it. You don't care. <laughs> you don't care. People are sick. People are projectile vomiting. People yep. are thrown up everywhere. Nancy Chase like throws up five times in the film. There's just vomit and bile and blood spewing everywhere it's almost to a fetishized degree yeah the point where i knew it was coming where the priest gets right up to up to ali and goes i'm gonna i leave devil leave this woman's body and i think she's gonna be sick on him isn't she yeah sick on him and then what happens is she spews blue blue she spews green vomit out of her mouth yeah and it covers the priest and you're like well that's someone's fetish that's the thing. As well as all the blood. Oh, by the way, shark attack, little bit of blood on the leg. Yeah. One stab, d- drenched in it like yeah. she's Carrie, right? That's what happened to the nun. Yeah. The nun comes back at the end of this film from nowhere. She just comes out of the water for some reason. And then she stabs this girl who's just lying down. They took, they took, I'm losing my mind here. You are. Yeah. There's... There's a scene where a new woman turns up in a car. She she by the way she misparks it. Yes. She doesn't even park the car correctly. Nope. Gets out, walks to the beach. It's overcast day again. Lies down to sunbathe on an overcast day with the clouds in front of her. Lies down on her front. Goes to sleep. I imagine a man comes out from behind a tree. Yeah. 
in like a, in a hat and sunglasses and starts taking pictures of her. Yeah. Like, who are you? Yeah. Where did this come from? What's happening? I don't know. He never appears. That never again. appears again. Never mentioned again. Why did you? Why did you cut that scene? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, Corey. No, it's um... the nun comes back and stabs her, and the nun's covered in blood, and then just someone comes up from behind her in the water and drowns her, yeah, or something. Yeah, it's... help me out here, Corey. There's not much. That is it. That is that is the film. That's all the film is. It just ends. It just stops. It just ends. Yeah. The film just stops. It ends with um, woman is I can't remember any of his names because the characters are awful. Woman. Um, woman A is like chasing her friend. Yeah. Is calling her name and she's trying to get her attention. Woman she, B is like I've got to get in the water. Yeah. I'm she's sorry, like oh woman a. you don't want to know. She's like oh I do. Tell me. And one woman B jumps in the water. It's which not even then, a big splat. It's like no. they've just thrown like a rock into yeah. the water or something. Which is followed by shark coming out of water, jumping out of water, and presumably eating woman A. Yeah. <laughs> Did she it. turn into the shark? Is this a metaphor, like you said? I don't the, know. Do the people turn into the sharks? I think if they're bitten, they, they turn into a get shark. like possessed or whatever. Right. Because, you know, it's Satan. So they then what get... happened to Nancy Fake Face, whatever her name is? She like tried to do a spiritual thing and got taken over twice. Yeah. And then she just becomes a zombie. Yeah. And she kills Brianna Bennett from Ghost Fakers. Yes. She, according to her IMDb, crazy credits. Uh, a post-credit scene is uh, still possessed Nancy Chase, so she's possessed. Okay. And what's the other? Like, let's talk about the other credit scene. Yeah. And the film finally comes to a merciful end. Yes. Puts us out of our misery for an hour. Yeah. So you have got the first one, which is the uh, Nancy Chase, and she's at a water plant thing. Is that Nancy Chase? Yeah, according to IMDb, yes. I thought that was the second credit scene where she's still being sick. But and then there's also I don't know if it's in order or not. It's just it's, aquarium it's at the aquarium. Yeah, the that's other not one. Nancy Chase, that's a young girl, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I'm talking about the other one. Oh. Yeah, and then you have the other one. A young girl in an aquarium. Which is in an aquarium where she's like taking loads of sharks. And she's also sick. Also possessed. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe she'll be back in the next one. Is that supposed to be the new character for the sequel? Maybe. By the way. Is it, well, no, let's talk about the budget first. Yeah. Well, how much did this film actually cost, Corey? So, according to Google, uh, it was allegedly $300,000. Do you know what people could make with $300,000? Like, masterpieces. They could make films that are, inc- that are amazing with $300,000. Uh, but no, it was given to Bloody Shark Exorcist. And the film that may have broken me for at least 48 hours. Yeah. For at least 48 hours, I've not been functioning like an av- like a regular human. It's almost like this film has possessed me, in a way. Like, I can't stop thinking about its utter inanity and its insane plot and its, its nonsensical plot and its non-existent characters. Okay. So, uh, for $60,000 uh-huh. uh, and a good team and director and everyone else, you could have made The Blair Witch Project... Is 60k. Granted, a lot of that goodness of the film comes from the fact that the actors have no idea what's going on. Yes, yeah. but still, uh, what else is on this list? Um, how much was? How much were you? Uh, Two hundred budget. Four Oscars. The movie was created for uh, eight. That's not a low budget. Eight million. I mean, in film, I guess technically. This is feature length. Yeah. Shark Exorcist is. Shark Exorcist is more than it. Uh, 
It's an hour long, which is about 60 minutes, even though normally they say to be a feature film, you have to be longer than about 75. Yeah. But this is like a long episode of television, but it's completely... I mean, yeah, feature film is always kind of disputed in what it is. Uh, 550,000, a bit more, Friday the 13th. Okay. Um... Well, it's on this list. Well, let's go off the. Let's go off Blair Witch. Mad Project, Max One, right? Three hundred thousand. Same budget. <laughs> Same budget as Mad Max Joking. One. You could have made Mad Max. You could have they made Mad Max One for this film, but instead we we could have yeah. watched Mad Max and probably had a much better time. Yeah, obviously. Inflation, but ignore that. Then, yeah, than Shark Exorcist. We're yeah. on the same budget, roundabout, yeah. for the first Mad Max film. That's insane. Yeah. That's, I can't believe yeah. that. Because that's the thing, because like Mad Max, like, um, like Terminator 1 is an indie film. Yeah. To the point where they had to, like, was it like at the end, <laughs> there was like a cop that came up to him because they didn't really have permission to film. Yes. And they had to kind of persuade him and, like, quickly film it so they could leave. Mm. Like and that became a big thing. Indie films can become big if they're done right. Yes, and um, this was not done right. No, there's. It's one of those films where there seems to be an issue in every shot and yeah. every line of dialogue and every time a character's on screen, there seems to be these blaring problems. Yeah, it's just like you, I can't get over it, Corey. You, I really you, can't. Yeah. You don't need a big budget. You don't. Micro budgets exist. Yeah. Right, okay, we both have an issue with, and I'm sorry I'm bringing up its name, because this is going to be, again, sacrilege on my part. Yeah. For those people who've been listening to The Real Show for a while, uh-huh. Who Killed Captain Alex is a favourite film of mine, yes. right? Corey doesn't like it too much, but I see the charm in it, because those people from Uganda have a legitimate passion for film, and you can tell there is a passion for film there, right? Yep. Down to the fact they, they taught themselves kung fu, and they made all these makeshift weapons, and... The direct the director got the idea from a pirate copy of Rambo three. Yeah. Right. This was all created in his mind. It's a it's it's I think it's a great film to show the the pioneering work of what an indie film, what a micro budget film can do. Yep. This is like that other spectrum, right? And also, Captain Alex kind of falls into the so bad it's good genre. Yeah. Where it's so ridiculous and so out there that you're kind of like, you know what, I'm having a good time with this. Whereas Whereas Shark Exodus is the other polar opposite. Yeah, it's not great. It's so bad, it's bad film. Yeah. Also, worth mentioning, horror films lend themselves to low budget. Yes. Really well. You can do a low budget horror with nothing. Yeah. And so... Because fear is easier to do than comedy. Yes. Because also, you have the excuse of, uh, with a short movie a bit different, but one of the most horrifying things in any horror film is something you don't see. Yes. Because your mind makes it up for you. Mm. Um, So horror... Great for low, but it's why loads of like student films are horror, horror because yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. very easy, very nice, very simple, cool. Well, what the hell was this? <laughs> I watched um. There's a um, student film that I was not a part of, but I watched it in college, where it was actually um quite scary. It was about someone. It was like they had a library, mm. and it was kind of haunted by sort of uh, it's like a serial killer and like a ski mask. Okay. And it was kind of it was a it was a bit like um sort of like a Jason Voorhees type thing, and they really played with the set the setting. And the fact it was kind of isolated, they're kind of isolated in this library, and because you know, library scary places, Ghostbusters, yeah. and all that. Uh, they really were the location. It felt really good, and it was it was it was quite an interesting thing. And I compare it to sort of this, which had far more of a budget. They had no budget at all. Yeah. And had had, had people in it who just don't seem like I know acting isn't is is one of the hardest arts to perfect and whatever. You have to be a chameleon, and uh, yeah. not all of us can be Gary Oldman, but. 
I understand that some of these people probably haven't acted before. With the level of this line, I don't know who wrote the script, Donald Farmer. Yes. But despite all of that, there's going to be another one, there isn't is. there, there's Corey? There's a second one coming out soon. Shark Exorcist 2 yeah. in pre-production, 2023. And this is our appeal to you, Donald Farmer. That's right, I'm talking to you. You want two people in your film who can cut the cheese, who can give you an, an honest, straight-talking, straight, straight, talking, straight walking performance. We're them. We're those people. That's right, Donald Farmer. We're going to be free. We're going to star in your film. Because I feel like... <laughs> it's like you a bowl, isn't yeah. it? Trying to, trying to take on his critics. We will happily star in your film, Donald Farmer. Get this out to you, Sam. If you're watching, Donald... I'm sorry about all the horrible things you've just said about the film. You've probably slaved over to make, or maybe not. You might not have. Who knows? You may have just been flying by the seat of your pants making this one. Yeah. But we will be in your film, Donald. Yep. This is talking to you, Donald Farmer. We will be in your film. Shout out to you. I mean, there, yeah, there is a second one. It's it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to be out. Don't know where it's going to come out. 2023. Yeah. Shark Exorcist 2. Don't know where. Maybe just YouTube. For the makers of... Bigfoot Exorcist. It, it could. Shark Exorcist. Yeah. An Exorcist yeah. dog or whatever they made. It, hey, maybe it will do the festival rounds. Maybe it will. Maybe maybe we'll pop over to maybe it will. whatever festival accepts Shark Exorcist 2. Yes, of course. <laughs> but a new feature of yep. our Spooktober. Yep, this is, your, this is your idea. Yeah, my idea is the spooky Spooktober moment name yep. pending. Yep. We've not thought of a good name yet. But basically, it's the spookiest moment to happen every episode, yeah. right? So what What about Shark Exorcist was spookiest to you? So... Uh, we both you, got one, by the way. We both yeah. got a spooky moment. So you literally described this to me about 40 minutes ago. Right. Which is about when we before we started recording. Um, so I've been trying to rack my brain around what was the spookiest moment. Now, I watched this very early in the morning. Right, nothing really I watched this very late at night, so we've yeah. got both the both so, got a... I watched it like in the morning, I thought, you know what, I'll get it over yeah. while I watch it. Nothing really spooky happened, right? However, we've been uh, speaking today before we start, but yeah. this episode is is cursed. Yeah, not a, we've had a few technical difficulties with this episode. If you're watching on YouTube, you will realise about half an hour ago or twenty minutes ago that the footage is gone. Right. Because the camera's died. Di- yes. Um, the shark exorcist has uh, the devil shark has possessed that camera. So I don't know what you're watching currently. And some like stock shock, uh, stock shark footage. footage. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. Um, or I don't know, maybe like a, a stick men drawing of us sitting at a desk. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. Camera's gone. Um, I saw uh, a puddle, and I thought oh, I could be shark in that. <laughs> shark in the puddle. Yeah. Well, That's our new horror film. Maybe. Shark coming, in a puddle. Coming in 2023, Shark in a Puddle. Yeah. From the from <laughs> makers. Shark in a Puddle. Shark, <laughs> there's a shark. You thought it was safe to go back in the water. Now, Shark in a Puddle. Exactly. Brings you the greatest horror. Yeah. Puddle has jaws. Maybe we can get that guy in, but in a world where there's a, a shark in a puddle. It's like, that's the, that was the tagline for Shark Exorcist, wasn't it? So, no, it was Satan has, Satan jaws, has jaws, isn't it? I say in inverted quotes. Yes. Satan has jaws. Yeah. This one is, the puddle has jaws. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Um, I, I, there wasn't even much, spook, I guess, yeah. The, the, my spooky the curse moment. of today. Right, okay. My spookiest moment is, this film existing. Okay. That scares me. Okay. 
in a world where right, I watched a TED talk with J.J. Abrams where he talks about his his method Did you need of therapy after this? No, oh, okay. Where there's me- where there's method of storytelling. Yeah. He talks about the mystery box. Okay. And at the end of the TED talk, he talks about how it's become easier and easier for people to make films. Yes. Anyone can make a film. Yep. You got a camera on your phone. Yep. Cameras are everywhere. Anyone can go out and make a film. Yes. And it enlightens the creatives and it gives platforms to people who have really great artistry yep. and really great creativity. Mm-hmm. It also gives lights to platforms like this. Yes. It gives uh, it gives people with no artistry, no creativity, yep. no spark. People are looking for quick cash grabs on the on the bargain bin dollar sh- dollar shelf DVD shop. Yeah. Weighs in. It's one of those things where like you'll see it everywhere on YouTube, it'd be like short film, award winning. But like every short film, it's can one of win those things where now. you see YouTube, you see YouTube videos, and the trailer, the the thumbnail of the trailer looks really fantastical. Yeah, we've just seen it now. We just saw a trailer for 2020's Bigfoot. Bigfoot, where the picture was like a big, scary Bigfoot. Yeah, and you see the suggested trailers, and they're all people with weird facial yeah. horror deformities and weird, creepy imagery. When the trailer is probably the most mundane thing yep. you've ever seen of a film that's probably not very good. Yeah, and it's like. It's just one of those things where, like I say, yeah, it's like loads of films are like award-winning, and it'd be like a local film festival, which is great if you're starting out. But also, it diminishes the, like, oh, my film's won an award, so I was like, this will not be getting a high real rating. Just to it's say. not getting a high one from me. Don't you worry. No, yeah. <laughs> well, you go ahead, Corey. Uh, I'm gonna give it a 0.5. Oh! The reason why I guess a 0.5 is because. It's a film. That is possibly the lowest real rating we have ever had. It is. It's a film, so technically, I can't really give it a zero. It is a film. That is the only thing you're giving it. It yeah. is a film. Yeah, it's... I'm going to give it one real. Okay. <laughs> Just one. Okay. For the fact for the fact that... I don't know, I like, I hate everything's review of it. Yeah. And he really encapsulates my thoughts on the fact that... I like someone else's review, yeah, so I'm going to give it a one. Exactly. <laughs> I like someone uh, else's thoughts on the, fil- on the yeah. film. And I feel like that despite all of the tumultuous events that have happened today and all yeah. of the all, all of the difficulties and all the problems we've been put through yep. today, I've managed to vent some of my frustration in this episode. I've managed to come out of my raw thoughts on Shark Exorcist. And I'm happy for that. Okay. So I'm, I feel like I've been vindicated. Okay. I'm going to give it a one. Nice. That is our thoughts on Shark Exorcist. Don't watch the film. <laughs> don't watch it. Please <laughs> don't subject yourself to what we've been put through. We're reviewing it so you don't have to. It's yeah. bad. You don't want to see it. No. Right. 0.5 from Corey and one reel from me. I think that may be the lowest rating everything has ever had. It does. Also, if anything ever gets a zero, that's, you know it's bad. You know, it, you know. as I say, normally we're quite yeah. positive people when it comes to when it yes. comes to reviewing films. And we cannot look look up on this. Nope. We cannot give this any kind of shining positive glory to it because it is just that bad. Yeah. It seems to be some kind of poor man's excuse for fetishizing young actresses, covering them in sick and blood and... Occasional shots of bad CGI sharks. Pretty much. There's no substance to it. There's nope. no. There's no cinematic meaning. There's no theme. There's nope. no underlying tone. There's no tone at all. No. It's like it's like watching two planks rub against each other, and occasionally there's a splash of red food coloring. Yeah. It is just that that meaningless. Don't yeah. watch it. Don't. But a uh, a film that. Is not like two planks rubbing and two splashes of red. 
uh, it's my weekly rec. Okay, what's your weekly rec this week, Corby? So Enlighten- I was me. rubbing my head uh, a couple of times. I'm trying to think, okay, well, I can be this film. Because I thought, okay, it's going to be nothing related to Shark Exorcist. Because I can't pick anything related to Shark Exorcist. Thank God. So I thought, okay, right, it's a clean slate. I can pick anything I want. And there's a couple of films that I wanted to recommend. And I thought, okay, maybe I can do that. But I've been scrolling through IMDb's um, micro-budget movies that paid off big. Okay. So it's like really low-budget movies. Right, that's at least... That, um, oh, that's good. Like... Paranormal Activity apparently had a budget of fifteen thousand dollars, and then it got acqui- uh, uh, it was uh, got acquisitioned, and then had a bigger budget. But originally, it had a budget of fifteen thousand, right? We mentioned Blair Witch, and then uh, this popped up. I want to talk about this uh, a okay. couple of times now. You if got? you want a unique cult horror director, um, you do not need. Um, what's his name again? Donald Farmer. Donald Farmer. You do not no, need, you don't Donald, need Donald Farmer. Farmer. Let, I, I, Go and farm for a better film, yes. Donald. Instead, you need Mr. David Lynch. Okay. I'm recommending a David We're Lynch film. We're David Lynch here. Uh, arguably one of the most unique directors to exist currently. Yes. Unique who deserves it. Yes. Um, and I'm going to recommend a, a film that was a, apparently had a budget of $10,000. So, like, that's like f- f- 30% less. No, 30 times less what Shark Exorcist had. Maths. I'm recommending a Razorhead. Razorhead, okay. From 1977. I can't really describe a Razorhead. It's a black and white film. It's really weird. So I'm going to go by what IMDb says, which is Henry Spencer, who's a guy with a big hair, tries to survive his industrial environment, his angry girlfriend, and the unbearable screams of his newly born mutant child. Mm. That's pretty much the whole plot. It's eight, nine minutes long, about an hour and a half. It's a weird film like David Lynch is known for. Like, it's a weird, like experience and like this you watch the film and you have to sit there for like 10 minutes and go what did i just see but david lynch is great because you sit there and you think it through and you process it and it's great because you're like this is great what's it mean cool shark exorcist you get looking for bleach and you you know put in your eyes and (laughs) try and forget everything that happened um so i'm gonna recommend a razorhead it's a good film it's a good fun bit weird if you can find it it can be a bit hard um i knew someone who had it on dvd right (laughs) so we borrowed it from them um, but if you can find it, what it's a you really rate good it? watch. Uh, 8.5. 8.5. Very it's strong. It's a solid film. So if you're going to watch anything, go and watch Razor Head. Uh, enjoy yourself, folks. Thank you very much. Uh, we hope you at least enjoyed our our <laughs> mad and insane <laughs> ramblings on this, but no more mad and insane than yes. the film itself. So with my best hopes of the future for October, Spooktober, yep. let's... Uh, come in strong next week and we hope you enjoy it's a goodbye from me goodbye and a goodbye from Corey goodbye don't watch Shark Exorcist